Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. Like a boss, the best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's Gabe time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Kuhn Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Friday. It's June 2nd, 2023. Welcome in to the Gabe Kuhn Show. I am Gabe Kuhn on Twitter at G underscore Kuhn 71. I'm your host, former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman. I'm alongside the executive producer of the Gabe Kuhn Show. That would be Connor Dunning on Twitter at cdunning929. He was uh, shaking last night after watching the Spider-Man movie. Are the shakes about even now at this point? I, honestly, no. It felt like I got hit by a bolt of lightning. You know, the reviews are rolling in, and I think the first one was like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is similar. This is I, similar. I went into it with high expectations, and it uh, exceeded them. That's that's something. Yes, that's something. You have high expectations. I did. I very much so. You watch the, a lot the, of movies. Yeah. Well, the first one is was revolutionary, and this one is uh, more of the same. It's just. I have. Uh, it was I, incredible. I have rented it via Xfinity. Shout out Xfinity. I'm going to the first one. I'm going to watch. I still haven't watched the first one, but you've convinced me. You've convinced me. Text texts are too much to ignore from you. I, I'm shaking. A lightning bolt hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to check it out. But we have three hours of talk on the way, courtesy of 92.9 FM ESPN and yours truly. Um, contrary to what Adam Silver wanted us to do, we're going to talk jaw off the top. <laughs> we're going to talk jaw off the top because Adam Silver before the NBA Finals has said we've uncovered a fair amount of additional information and we could have brought it to a head now, but we're going to uh, hold off on giving the suspension out because we don't want it to distract from the NBA Finals. That, in turn, distracts us from the NBA Finals. Anything on Ja distracts us from the NBA Finals, but certainly that type of uh, wording and messaging. Uh, also, we will get to the NBA Finals. Game one is won by the Nuggets relatively easily. Nikola Jokic, triple-double. I think we can all expect that. Jamal Murray was phenomenal. I, Before we even get into all of it, the two-man game from Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic is just unfair at times. It's not okay. The amount of space that Nikola Jokic gives Jamal Murray off of those screens, some of the drop passes he gives him, it's ridiculous. It's unguardable. And I also do need to make a point about Jamal Murray and the matchups he's gotten throughout these playoffs. They've been, uh, what would we call him? What would we call him, Connor? Easy? Very easy? Simple? He hasn't really gone against a NBA starter to this point <laughs> throughout these playoffs. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. 
Um, as far as guests are concerned, Parth Yai, we have a Daily Memphian takeover again. It happens. It happens. Parth Yai will join from the Daily Memphian at 5 o'clock. Tiger basketball beat. He has a lot of news uh, to discuss. Uh, DeAndre Williams, a lot of things happening on the uh, transfer portal front. We're going to see what that roster for, for Penny Hardaway and company looks like going into next year. 6 o'clock, Drew Hill from the Daily Memphian as well will join us to talk about Ja and everything we'll talk about here off of the top. Grizzlies beat reporter for them. Then we'll hop into the Blitz around 6.30 as we normally do. And uh, we have a few things to get to, but none more fun than a question I saw that was posed to me via Twitter from Strike7 Sports. And it is of the following guys going into next year's Memphis football season, if you could bring back one of the playmakers of this substantial run they've been on. It's Kenny Gainwell, Tony Pollard, Calvin Austin III, Antonio Gibson. Who would you take? Who would you take going into next year on that roster? We'll discuss that then. Now, uh, off the top, Adam Silver on John Morant. <sighs> we have some quotes to get to, and this was the first one. This is how he, when he, when he was originally asked about John Morant, he said, we've uncovered a fair amount of additional information. We probably could have brought it to a head now. But we've made the decision that it would be unfair to these players and these teams, talking about the Heat and Nuggets, to announce that decision in the middle of this series. So, if I'm reading through it, we'll get the ultimate decision here shortly after the finals. Um, I, I don't know what the ultimate decision is going to be. We, we, we are left to speculate. Uh, and also, what's the additional information? That leaves a, it leaves a lot of speculation out there. Adam Silver is a lawyer, and he lawyered this answer. I mean, it is this full lawyer talk. Uh, I don't think he'd say this if there wasn't a fair amount of information that may lengthen the suspension. But again, we'll, we'll have to see. I'm sure being that this is the second time around where Ja had an Insta, uh, a gun on Instagram Live, there's been a lot more questions asked and a lot more questions answered. And that's probably where the additional information comes from. Now! If this was the effort to keep the focus on the NBA Finals, this is the biggest failure ever. <laughs> you, you failed. You failed. Instead, you leave these thoughts out in the ether, and you get all of us, all of us, I mean, na- nationwide, not just here in Memphis at 92.9 ESPN, right? You get all of us to speculate alongside the entirety of the finals. What the hell is going to happen to John Morant once these finals are over? What's the suspension going to look like? Are they going to be heavy-handed? If they're heavy-handed, is the Players Association going to get involved? There's just the questions without answers are too much to fathom at this moment. And this reminded me, Connor, of like you get that text from your significant other, and they say, we need to talk later. No, let's talk now. (laughs) Let's talk right now. Let me know what I did wrong. Let me know right this second. Rip the Band-Aid off so I can understand what I need to expect going into next year. It's a frustrating feeling. There's no question about it. Regardless, when this does ultimately come down, I want to hear a clear explanation why. Right? When they pass down this suspension... Especially if it exceeds, you know, 25, 30 games. I mean, Miles Bridges for domestic violence was suspended for 30 games. I want to know all the details that went into getting to that amount of games. And um, we'll see what happens. I'd still bet against, you know, 30-plus games. I think that's ridiculous considering the Miles Bridges suspension and just the precedent that's been set in the past. Ja has not broken a law. 
Um, but we will need clarity regardless because no laws have actually been broken. So just speculation madness. And Adam Silver, I know he, he wanted to deflect so we'd watch the on-court product, but that's not what's happening now. Do you actually – I have a few questions for you. I wrote down three questions. Okay, I agree three with, questions. I agree with everything you just said. First question, do you actually think that he wanted to avoid this conversation and not have it in the news cycle? Because I don't buy that. <sighs> I, th- I think he was – I mean – I, I do I, not I buy can, it. I, I, I take him at his word. He, he wanted to respect the product on then the Then say no comment. Just yeah, say, say a decision's no been made, on. no comment, we'll announce it after the finals. But he's got that lawyer in him, so he's going to be way too wordy. He's going to give us a word salad on it. So I, I do think he was trying, in his own way, to deflect. It's just not going to work that way. Sure. But I, I guess I would say the NBA commissioner is more media savvy than that. He, should, he would know. He should. He be, knows. But... He knows. I think it was calculated. I'll just say that. Okay. Two, does it change your mind about the number of games you think he's getting? I said from the beginning 20 to 25, and I say that because past precedent would tell you you can't really exceed that with a guy who hasn't broken laws, hasn't brought a gun into the facility. I'm sticking right there. I, You know, he said things in the past that have led us to believe. I mean, he was with Malika Andrews on NBA Draft Lottery night, and it sounded – he had that tone, that – that body language that told us it was going to be heavy-handed, but I still think 20 to 25 games is what we're looking at. Now, one thing that could change my opinion, he talks about additional information. What's that additional information, right? What, 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 what could be part of that? And I, I, I don't want to speculate. There's a lot of things it could be. It could be substance abuse. It could be uh, how often does he have a gun with him? Was the one that he had registered? You know, there's a lot of different things that could go into that additional information that could change my mind. But right now, knowing what I know with uh, somewhat of a lack of information, I'm going to still stick with 20 to 25. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I, my prediction was always 15 to 25, and I think I'm going to stick with that prediction even after his comments. I don't think that they – were very, you know, they, they definitely weren't good news for the situation. But I also think that there's a slight overreaction to stuff that he was saying. Yeah. Because that additional information could be anything. Yes. That could be as simple, like, it happened one other time. Like, it could be a lot. It could also be not much at all. Third question for you, by the way. Thought of a fourth question. And, and real quick, real quick, real quick. Okay. I do think part of the suspension, too, it, it, as much as I think it, you know, on the surface could seem unfair, where John Morant is – in respect to the rest of the NBA at the top of it, selling shoes, Nike deal, all the all these endorsement deals. Like, I, I think that comes into it, and you get a couple more games for that. So 15 to 25 is fair. I say 20 to 25. We're, so, we're in the same trading range. Right, right. And I, I agree with you. I just don't think there's really any way you could give him more than you get, or give him more than Miles Bridges. Hell you no. can't. That you precedent can't. has been set. And, then, and that's when the Players Association steps in and says, come on, brother. Well, no, that, that's, that's my next question. Work. So based on those comments, it sounds like that he definitely talked with the Players Association with the union, and they came to maybe an agreement on what that suspension should be. Do you think that that bodes well for John Morant, that the players seem like that they've been yeah, pretty involved? Yeah, I, I think that bodes well ultimately because if you don't have the Players Association involved, that means it's not going to be 30-plus games half the season, as some people were talking about. So I think that it bodes somewhat well. It's still going to be pretty heavy-handed, and like I get why it is. I get why it is. Um but I, I don't think Adam Silver in any way, shape, or form wants to have some fight on his hands in this offseason with the Players Association when all he's done since he's been in that seat as the commissioner, all he's done is try to make right by the players. He is the players' commissioner of all sports. So, I, you know, I, I think he's definitely talked to them. Obviously, Jaron Jackson's the VP 
one of the VPs of the Players Association. There's gonna there, there's been some talks um, between them, and, and I think we can land on an amount of games or some parameters. And what I mean by that is like a checklist of like what he needs to get done this offseason to get back reinstated. Um, but based on that, I, I, I do think that it will be fair, I guess, equitable for, for, all, for all parties. It seems like to me it's pretty obvious that they understand that this is going to set a precedent. And yeah. It seems like that they are taking that into consideration, which I appreciate, and I do think that that's actually going to be a positive thing for John in the long run is that this is going to be a precedent-setting suspension, whatever it is. Fourth question came to mind while we yep. were talking about it. Does this change anything that you think for the Grizzlies' plans this offseason? I, I, here's my thing. It, it, it depends what the Grizzlies are thinking internally. And if, I, if I'm reading through what they're thinking internally, they're thinking of this as a short-term nasty moment that he can fix. And if that is the case, if that's how you're thinking, then no, absolutely not. If Tyus Jones needs to get traded, you trade Tyus Jones. If Luke Kennard needs to get traded, you trade Luke Kennard. If you need to get rid of some of these uh, younger guys to go get a better piece, no. If you're talking about a 25-game suspension, why would you worry about a 25-game suspension for a opening with Jaron? Dez is going to get signed long-term. Ja is signed long-term. Why would you worry about such a short-term moment when you're talking about long-term championship contention. So, no, ultimately. But, you know, it, it depends what their their internal thought is. But I'd imagine that John Morant's part of the fold. There's no, I mean, all these ridiculous Twitter conversations about oh, trading John Morant for Jalen Brown. and Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Those aren't real. So, no, I don't think it should change your, your future plans because he gets a 25, 30-game suspension. I think that would be foolish. You need to worry about what you're going to look like in the future. Now, I am uh, I'm more concerned on the Adam Silver front with what he said after that first part. He said, I don't think we yet know what it will take to change his behavior. And then he gets wordy. You know, you know he gets wordy, the lawyer in him. Um, but then he emphasized the need for Ja, the Grizzlies, and the people around Ja to, quote, create better circumstances for him moving forward. Again, this is a more concerning quote to me because if I read through it, the NBA thinks the Grizzlies and maybe the city of Memphis are a factor in this. And we've heard some people talk about the city of Memphis. Kendrick Perkins led the charge today, and I, I just I can't get behind that. I'll get to that in a second. And it feels like there's some doubt some serious doubt, and why wouldn't there be? It was a two-month period where he flashed a gun twice on two different Instagram lives, his own and Devontae Peck's. Why wouldn't there be some doubt about if he can change his behavior going forward? I get it. But with respect to Ja and his situation, I think there's too many other folks being blamed for his actions. Right? Like, I get it. I think the people around him, the Grizzlies, they can be helpful in this process. The, you know, the city of Memphis could be helpful in this process. I think a lot of people around the city of Memphis and fans have been helpful trying to have his back on everything. But isn't it ultimately up to John Morant to control those things? Others can help, but others cannot care more than Ja when it comes to where he's at, his image, his, his basketball playing ability. Can he be on the floor? Can he be available? Others can't care more than him. And on the city... I don't hear much other sort of dissenting voices. I hear support. I, I hear overwhelming support from the fans here for John Morant. I also don't see anyone glorifying or backing him up on the mistakes that have already been made. I think most people are of the opinion that he has had his misgivings and he needs to probably have some punitive action to change those things. I also hear people saying he needs grace. Those two things can coexist at the same time. Ultimately, on the city of Memphis front, he could make the same mistakes regardless of what damn city he's in. The first time he went on Instagram Live, he was in Denver, Colorado, and showing a gun and in the strip club. It could happen anywhere, right? Like, the truth is no one here wants this to come down negatively on them from a city of Memphis perspective. And Ja, truth is, he's immature and he's making immature mistakes. He's 23 years old. It's, I mean, I, I, I can't paint that any better. And besides, I've seen guys with similar backgrounds have an insane amount of success here. Zach Randolph's a legend. Right, He's a legend in Memphis. Grit and grind, just great. He was fantastic. He had an awful reputation in Portland, Oregon. The day, they called him the Jailblazers 
in Portland, Oregon. I, I, I just don't get how Memphis is, is at fault for anything that Ja is doing, the city of Memphis. Then he had year stints with the Knicks and Clippers before he ultimately rehabbed his character here, here. Tony Allen, he was caught up in aggra- aggravated battery in connection to an incident that led to a shooting in Chicago while he played elsewhere. Then he gets here, didn't have any issues the rest of his career in Memphis that I know of. Do you remember him? I mean, maybe after his career now. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I don't remember anything happening while he was playing. <laughs> That's now. what I'm saying. And how about this? Maybe getting older, getting wiser, getting help, and changing what people view as your character, that's what makes sense to me. That's like, that's where we need to go with this. It's not about where he's at. It's, you know, there are people around him that could absolutely help him. But when stars self-implode, we try to make it about other things. But ultimately, it's on the individual more than their surroundings. The reality is the individual has the power to change and evolve within their surroundings. And John needs to walk that line and figure it out for himself. We give in the NBA, I mean, just truthfully, I mean, what, 70% black players, if not more? I don't know the exact number. We give young black men hundreds of millions of dollars that are from humble beginnings. Then when they make some mistakes, we chalk it up to everything but their maturity and growing up and learning who they are. They're young. They get into, I mean, we get into the NBA at 18, 19, 20, 21. That is young. People make mistakes at that time. Sometimes it's just not that deep. Sometimes it's about that young man or woman, whatever walk of life it is, finding themselves, understanding how to move. And I don't think John Morant is an exception to what we've seen in the past. I I take kind of offense to some of the comments that were made. Hell, about of the course, city of how Memphis. couldn't you? It is quite ridiculous that people are trying to blame the city for his behavior. That is making an excuse for John Morant. Period. John Morant did this. He is responsible for his own actions. This city, this basketball team has been here for 25 years. And this is the first time we've had an incident like this with a player. That's absolutely ridiculous. Kendrick Perkins has some stuff in his past. Was it the city? Was it the city that did that stuff? Does every player that has an incident in every city, was it the city? Why is it, spe- why is it all of a sudden that when John Morant gets in trouble, the city of Memphis goes under fire? It's ridiculous. We were talked about it yesterday. This is the... What has happened to sports talk TV is a tragedy. Yeah. It is. It's a tragedy. You had yesterday Jay, Jay Williams talking about Jimmy Butler is the best to ever carry a team to the NBA Finals. Ridiculous conversation. <laughs> yes. Today you have Kendrick Perk- Perkins blaming the city of Memphis for John Morant's behavior. Ridiculous conversations. Ridiculous conversations. It felt like to me he was putting on a performance to try to get the spot with Skip. It drove me <laughs> insane. To, and then when he's, res- and here's, I'm also going to say this, responding to people and being like, I know more than you, get over yourself, dude. No, you don't. You don't know what you're talking about, Kendrick. It's a ridiculous wait, wait. statement to make on national television. Ridiculous. We, we, we I, and he's not the only one I've heard that from, right? Like, it's I, lazy. It's super lazy. You can get in trouble no matter where you're at. You can find trouble anywhere. Anywhere. And like, I, the undertones of everything he's saying, rap culture and your money bag, yo, and everything. I mean, like, there's some there's some accountability I think he needs to have on himself when bringing stuff up like that. Like, we know the undertones that come with that, and it's just, it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. And I, I, I don't, I don't get, and I get, like, you talk about a young man needing some, 
leadership in his life and people stepping up and helping him out. Ultimately, Ja is the leader of, of the people he's around all the time. He's the money getter. He's got a lot of things on his back. He's got a daughter. He's got people he's got to take care of. And, like, it, it's hard it's hard to hold those other people accountable for the mistakes that Ja makes when Ja is sort of the forefront, the center of his own situation. That's, that's where I just get so frustrated all the time with everybody trying to put it on the people around him, the city. It's Ja. It's Ja. You live, you learn. Sometimes you have to get punishment. Sometimes you have to lose to start winning again, and that's where we're at. That's where we're at. I, I, removing him from Memphis is not going to – it doesn't change anything about the way he's acted. What changes the, 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 the way he's acted is learning from those mistakes he's made in the past. It's not about removing him from the city of Memphis. It's just foolish. It's foolish. You know, I feel like we're giving it too much airtime, but I, I, I don't think Kendrick's the only one who has this thought. I just – I also find it silly, and it's, it's people just dragging him the last few weeks, and then all of a sudden, as soon as somebody suggests – Maybe he needs to get out of Memphis. Every single person wants him on, on their team. <laughs> Every single one. It's just, just. Well, miles we can also chalk this up to like small markets just getting. Yeah, I mean that's one of these conversations too. It's very. I mean, it's getting not smacked down. They're not really hiding the fact that they're trying to get him to a big market on yeah. on TV. It drives me absolutely insane. This city has its issues. It has its problems. So do, of, so, it has imperfections. So do so many other cities around the country. It's a special place, though, and it yeah. drives me insane when people refuse to look at the good. Well, and it city. always cracks me up when it's like, okay, rap culture and that type of thing, and you're talking about Moneybag Yo, and they're talking about crime, and talking about Memphis as a whole. Like That's not just unto Memphis. That's not just Memphis, right? Like There's other places that deal with that, but I feel like Memphis comes under fire in a lot of ways you know, nationally more than other cities. And I feel like people in the city sometimes try to – they give actual air to that, and that's frustrating in itself. Go ask former Grizzlies how much this city is, what this city's like. Think about how many former Grizzlies talk about how great this city is. Yeah, It drives me insane, man. Yeah, I get it. I completely understand. It's, but it's foolish at the end of the day. And uh, that's, that's enough air. That's enough air. Yes. Right. Now, the uh, Nuggets win – Game one of the NBA Finals at home. They end up getting the cover, by the way. End up getting the cover. 11-point win, 104-93. It was only a nine-point spread. But uh, we'll discuss that on the other side and also probably get into some coaching news as well. The Suns. The Suns have hired a new coach. And that will be worth mentioning right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's almost time to crown an NBA champion, and FanDuel wants you to be a part of the excitement. That's because right now, new customers... You get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And FanDuel has great promotions every single day. It's a safe and secure app, and you get paid instantly. 
You get paid immediately. There's no better place to bet all the finals action than America's number one sports book. Just visit FanDuel.com slash GabeK. That's G-A-B-E-K, my promo code, and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash GabeK, G-A-B-E-K, FanDuel. Is the official sports betting partner of the NBA and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1 800 889 9789. Now, yesterday, last night, game one of the NBA Finals went just about exactly how I thought it would go. I mean, I, I hate to put it that that simply, but uh, Jokic ends up with a triple-double. Jamal Murray got to his spots, was able to take advantage, and the Heat struggled. They struggled. Jimmy Butler now, what is it, five games in a row? How many games is it in a row under 20, 25? Three of his last six. Three of his last six. Under 20? Under 20. Under 20. He's had his struggles. Um, everybody else came back down to earth. I'll get that get into that in a second, but I talked about before the series, Nikola Jokic showing he's the best player in the NBA right now, and last night was just beautiful. He started the game with an Aaron Gordon mismatch, just fed him the ball every single time down the floor, and Aaron Gordon got his game off. He finished 7 for 10 with 16 points, and then down the stretch of the game, he transitioned to Jamal Murray, giving him some of those drop passes, coming off of those screens. He is just, his screen setting's great, his passing's great, his offensive creation is great. It's unbelievable to see. And we're talking about 27 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists, only two turnovers. 14 assists to two turnovers uh, as a point center in the NBA Finals. And watching last night's game, I, I couldn't help but just, the thought came to my head, and I, I've known this for a while, but it's the truth. Jamal Murray is blessed. The two-man game, yes, between Jokic and Murray is great, and, and it's partly because Jamal Murray is a talented offensive basketball player. But not only does Jokic just give him so much space and room to operate, but I don't know if you've thought about this, Connor, but the matchups that Jamal Murray has gotten with opposing point guards or opposing defenders is cake. It's easy. It's been simple. You go to the first round against the Wolves, Mike Conley. Mike Conley, I, we love Mike Conley, but at the same time, keeping up with a guy like Jamal Murray with Jokic shedding screens, that's tough for him at his age. And then we transition to the Sun series where Chris Paul gets hurt in game one, so he gets campaign. He gets campaign the rest of the series. We love campaign too, but keeping up with Jamal Murray for for a full seven-game series, that's not easy as well. Then we get to the Lakers series. D'Angelo Russell was unplayable. He was unplayable. You couldn't keep him on the floor, especially defensively. Offensively, he struggled as well, so you got Dennis Schroeder for most of that series. And I love Dennis's effort, but Dennis Schroeder's not, not on the level of Jamal Murray. And then this series, I, I watched game one, and I, how many guys did they run at Jamal Murray last night? At least four. But the main three were Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, and then, honestly, the guy who had the most success was Haywood Highsmith. Haywood Highsmith. Jamal Murray has gotten blessed throughout these NBA playoffs with matchups, and it's been, it's been, I mean, it's cooked chicken. It's just whatever. Barbecue chicken. It's it's so easy for him. 
It's it so is. easy for him right now. It is. It, last night was a, a master class from the Denver Nuggets on the offensive end. It was pretty fascinating to see how fast Jokic was able to figure out that defense and just quite literally, it was almost like he, they were taking turns about, like, who wants to score now? Like, who wants to score now? Because it was Aaron Gordon just over and over and over again at the beginning of the game, and then Jamal Murray could get anywhere he wanted. And to Jamal Murray's credit, he wasn't just getting shots off. He had 10 assists himself. Yep. That offense was flowing constantly. The it, ball was never moving. And I think one thing that the Heat need to be really concerned about, it's something that we talked about before game one, we talked about before going into the series. The Heat are not big enough to deal no. with the Denver Nuggets. Especially one-on-one. You can't man up with them. No. And also you can't man up with them because the two-man game when you man up with, with Jokic and Murray is just impossible to stop. You have no chance. And then if you go into a zone... Jokic is a zone beater. If you're not, here's the thing: like I, the Nuggets, what they shoot last night, they weren't unbelievable. I, they were eight for twenty-seven from the three-point line. The problem is, if they're eight for twenty-seven from the three-point line, all you have to do is enter the against the zone, enter the ball into Jokic. He's going to pick you apart. Like there's no way, there's no way the Heat can reasonably defend this Nuggets team, besides praying. That they just don't make <laughs> shots, right? Like that's that's really what it is. And I, I I look at the offense that the Heat have really gotten away with throughout these playoffs, and they've worked hard, and they've gotten second chance opportunities, and they've gotten those offensive rebounds, and they have have battled, but they shot thirty nine percent throughout these playoffs, and you saw all those ulterior those those extra pieces last night: Max Struess, Caleb Martin. Duncan Robinson, they came back down to earth. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And if you're not going to have them going scorched earth, there's no way that you can really overcome what the Nuggets can do offensively. Between those three, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, two for 16 from three. That ain't, that's not winning Ooh. your ball games. You're just not going to win ball games against this Nuggets team. They're too talented. And I think the Heat last night, something that can help them, I think Jimmy – and some of his struggles offensively, one, have to do with his ankle. Like, you can tell he's favoring it a little That's bit. Fair. And he, in like trying to get downhill is not as easy. Uh, trying to get closer to the basket for those short mid ranges is a lot harder. But they need to get back to attacking and trying to get to the rim and trying to just grind it out because it's, it's, it's tough. And I do think, to your point, that you've been making the entire time about the, the Nuggets' home court advantage. They have not lost a game at home. The altitude sort of negates some of that extra effort. You know what I mean? Like, it just it, – it, it's harder to give as much effort when the air is that thin. Jimmy Butler, though, last night only had two free throw attempts. That, if you're going to win and, and, and get good offensive outputs, 93 points is, I think, the least they've had in their entire playoff run so far. If you're going to have some good offense being run, you have to just be as aggressive as possible against this Nuggets team. There's no other way. Yeah, and some people have said looked at the free throw disparity and tried to point to that as some sign of something going on. And I don't know, did people watch the game? <laughs> I, to be honest, I didn't think that the free throw disparity was a huge factor in it. Yes, it's you know they only shot two free throws, but they and, and by the way, the Heat 
two free throw yeah, attempts. They I don't apologize. attack the rim, though. They shoot threes. They stand on the perimeter. There's a stat out there about how little they actually shoot at the rim. I think it's something like 5% or something like that of their shots are actually near the rim or within five feet. So it, that's not their game. You know what I mean? So, And to your point as well, with Jimmy, Aaron Gordon yes. was tremendous yes. on and, him. And that's, that's another part of it, getting to the rim. Like the, the Nuggets aren't like the best defensive team. That's why a lot of people going into the playoffs doubted them. But – they have a way about them. Aaron Gordon, KCP, Bruce Brown, like they're not traffic. They don't just let you go around them. They can stay in front. It's hard to attack the rim against that team. Um, they don't necessarily have some I – mean, Jokic isn't some insane rim protector, but they don't really let you get in there. That's the biggest problem with, with what the Heat are dealing with right now, and they're, they're trying to shoot over it. And if you're undrafted free agent guys that you've been leaning on to shoot 39% throughout these playoffs go two for 16, combined, three guys combined for two for 16 that have been unconscious throughout the playoffs. It's just, it's uphill, it's uphill climb. And I, I, I don't know how this, again, I pick nuggets in six. And honestly, like after last night, just watching it, the way it unfolded, I, I could, I could see a, a series over in five because the nuggets don't care. They don't care about, like, they'll go on the road and beat you. They'll close out a game on the road. I mean, every night the consistency they've played with has gone under the radar in a lot of ways, but I think we need, we, we need I mean, <laughs> we should be paying attention to 13 wins in, but they have, they're just consistent as hell. They're yeah. consistent as it gets. I need to clarify that stat. It's they shot the second fewest shots inside five feet. So not 5%, five feet is the, that's, yeah. I remember the number correctly. But no, man, it's, uh, I think one of the, the concerning things for the Heat is we talked about in the Boston series how it was going to be a chess match and how Eric Spolster was a huge advantage for them. One, he's not as big of an advantage in this series, and I also don't know what moves they can what make. Can he do? It felt like right. they tried a few different things last night, and Jokic was like, all right, I figured it out. And yeah. it, just, it happened so quickly. And, you know, Michael Porter Jr. was a very, very good role player last night, actually, as well. You know, he, he wasn't really having an impact scoring the basketball, but he had a couple shots. He's playing good defense, getting a lot of rebounds. Every single person on that team just excels at what they are supposed to do. They know what they're supposed to do. They have the same game plan going in every single night, and they execute it. They feel inevitable, these, yep. the, these Denver Nuggets do. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic as a, as a duo is very, very hard to defend because they can all score – they can score at all three levels. Nikola Jokic is shooting 45% from three this postseason. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And he, and he didn't have a good three-point shooting year. No. He hadn't, he, he hadn't put up a lot. He didn't put up a lot this year. Um, by the way, did we have a good start to the Bruce Brown Legacy Series for me? 10-5-2? Solid. Two for three from Solid. three? He did his job. That's the thing. They do their job. <laughs> when they're called upon, sometimes they need to step up. But last night, they didn't need him to. I mean, you had 26, 27, 14, and 16 from your starters. That is that is. Uh, that is scoring, and they had three the double doubles on the yeah. board too. And Jamal Murray, well, triple double for Jokic. two guys with but 10 then, plus uh, assists. Michael Porter Jr. had thirteen boards and fourteen points. They're just they're they're this is their time is what it feels like. I, I don't doubt that the Heat can somehow will themselves to a win, but that's exactly what it's going to have to be: is willing themselves to win. Like I said yesterday, they're just not big enough. They're not necessarily talented enough. And they're, you know, defensively, that's what they hang their hat on. I, you can only do so much with a guy like Nikola Jokic in the middle of everything. If he's on the nail and you're, and you're trying to run a zone and you enter it into him, he's going to find somebody. 
I've always said this. I've said this throughout the playoffs. You need to try to turn him into a scorer, but he just he he doesn't he doesn't let that happen to him. Twelve shots. And even and even and even if you turn him into a scorer, does that actually equal winning? Does that actually get you over the hump? If he's scoring forty points and dishing out only six assists, there's still a big substantial chance the Nuggets are going to go win ball games. And offensively, last night also for the Heat. Bam Adebayo, who I think has been a lot more consistent in these playoffs, 25 shots. That's just I, – I, we always talk about him being more aggressive. Now he's more aggressive, and it seems like I'm a, you know damned if he does, damned if he don't. But 25 shots is not going – I mean, a guy who can't really shoot three-pointers, 25 shots is not going to be the ticket for them offensively from Bam Adebayo. No, it's not, and it's just they've got to figure out a new offensive strategy than just firing off threes because – I thought that Denver did a very good job defending the perimeter. I think one of the reasons they struggled from three last night is that there was always a hand in their face. Now, I do think the Heat could get a game because those threes are going to fall one of these games. They just are from a number standpoint. It would be, you know, I guess they could do a Celtics thing. But eventually the Celtics shots started falling as well. So they have to figure out a new offensive scheme. And like you said, Jimmy is definitely playing a little bit hurt. And I'm just not sure if he can carry the offensive load in the way that they need him to. But he has to. He has he to, has but to. I don't know if he can. That's the th- I feel like I feel like something unfair is kind of happening to Jimmy right now. He has had an unbelievable playoffs. He is an unbelievable player. He's one of the best in the NBA. If I'm going to war, he's one of the yes, guys that I want to go into it no with. He's not that guy though. He's not the guy that's going to go out and get you 30 points every single game. It's just not going to happen. We've seen it in the past. He can put together stretches of a game or two, maybe three, but he can't give you a full well, series four, of that. You're That's just, not his game you're anymore. Four, you're four series deep into the NBA playoffs against a team that offensively just does not waste a lot of possessions. It's uh, He has to be the focal point, but I, considering how much he's had to play, he played extra uh, a couple of extra games in the play-in as well. With the with the ankle injury, considering how much he's had to be a, a high usage guy, it's just hard to imagine him being who he has been in this series. Um, it's just it, it's tough as you get deeper into the playoffs. War of attrition. We always talk about we, it. We talked about it in the Celtics series. I think one of the great advantages that Jimmy brings is he has that dog in him. He has that alpha energy when he's out there on the court. He can even people that are a little bit bigger than him. He can he can power through them. I don't think you can do that with the Nuggets. They put Aaron Gordon on him, and he wouldn't even attempt to drive for the basket. He wouldn't try because Aaron Gordon is a big physical defender Great who's feet. really good. That whole heat culture mentality, it's a great one to have, but they have run into a team that I think has an equal mentality. They are ready for a fight at any moment. They can play high-scoring basketball. They can play low-scoring basketball. They are malleable to the situation, and that's one thing the Heat haven't had to deal with. The teams that they've been playing thus far have been teams that have a very consistent, I'll, this is how we play. I'll, I'll I think say the this, Nuggets though, can switch it up. On the, on the Jimmy Butler front, I, I, you can't rule out him turning it on and really getting that edge about him. I mean, it, I just don't, going forward, like, I know he's injured. He I know he's it. injured. Like, last night, you saw him drive, and he'd defer. And he'd that's what I mean. Kick it out. Like, but I, I think going forward, yeah, that's the type of guy who goes and watches film He's got three days off until the next game. I wouldn't doubt if game two he came with that killer mentality. Like, it's hard for me to – It's hard. again, it goes back to my conversation yesterday about the Heat as a, as a whole. Like, I can't – I cannot count this team out just because of um, what I've seen them do. Beating the Bucks, beating the Celtics, having to overcome some things, winning a game seven on the road against the Boston Celtics after losing three straight. I mean, like, it's just hard for me with Jimmy Butler and his makeup in the NBA playoffs, I mean, it's hard for me to doubt that he can 
I'm not saying he didn't have that killer mentality. I'm just saying he's run up against a team that can match it. Yeah. So it's not an advantage for him in this series like it has been in the previous three. It has been an advantage for him. He has gotten in the heads of those teams immediately. I don't think he can do that with the Denver Nuggets, and that does hurt his game a little bit. Jimmy's amazing. Again, you can argue he's been the best guy throughout the playoffs other than Nikola Jokic. Eventually, though, he needs some help. you got to get that guy some help. He's got a bum ankle right now. And when your role players who you know have been just magical over the, the, these playoffs, when they turn back into pumpkins, this is what yeah. you get. One of the more sad things, though, watching last night is, and I knew this would be a problem because they don't have depth in the front court, uh, the Heat. But the non-BAM minutes being Cody Zeller minutes. Man. Like, that's just, like, you're you're going to lose those minutes. You have no chance. It's like putting a bike in front of a train. <laughs> Nikola Jokic on Cody Zeller? My God, it's, it's, it's not, that's not winnable. Even when BAM was in there, one power dribble and he was at the rim. It, he could just do whatever he wanted to. I think sometimes you just run into a generational talent in a guy like Nikola Jokic, and I just don't know if you can stop him. Yeah. What's the, what's the peak of wins you think the Heat can get to in this series? I, pick, I, did, I did Nuggets in six. I still think that the Heat could steal one or two. I think that they're going to have a night where their three-point three point shots are falling. Jimmy's going to have a game. He's going to have a game where he gets to 30. I just don't think it's fair to expect that from him every single night because that's that hasn't been his game for a while. He has had a resurrection of sorts in this playoffs, and it's been amazing to see. It's been a lot of fun. But I, I think that we're, we're starting to get to the end of it, and I think the last few games we've seen that you know, the injuries are starting to pile up on him, and he can't alpha this team. He can't yeah. use his mentality to get an edge on this team like he has previously. And also, Max Struce and Caleb Martin Gotta combining for one for 17 will be helpful. <laughs> I, think I do th- think that's that's also something Let that will, uh, will work in the heat f- Heat's favor going do, forward. Do you think Tyler Hero coming back now is going to be a big deal for them? Yeah, I think it will. But again, when you're talking about a guy coming back in the NBA Finals, what can he really, like, from a minutes perspective, what can you expect out of him? Is he going to trust, you know, his his injuries? Is he going to trust, you know, what he's done in rehab when he comes back? Like, I, I, yeah, they need an offensive punch, but Tyler Hero's not much of a defensive player either. And I, I, can he give you 20, 22 minutes, 25 minutes? What, what's the peak? I mean, you're, I know we're up against the end of the season, but it's hard to expect a guy, especially in, in altitude too, well, they'll, he'll come back for game three, so they'll be – in Miami, but if you get to Game 5, maybe get to a Game 7 potentially, what's he going to be able to do with not having had the time to thoroughly progress all the conditioning? And I, 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 I buy that he can be a helper. I buy that he can be a helper, but he's not. this is not going to be mid-season Tyler Hero putting up 20 points a game. It's just not, it's not, it's not in the books for him, having been off of the floor for as long as he has. So... We'll have to see game two. What do you think about the schedule, by the way? We have one on Sunday, uh, three game, or three days off, then Wednesday. Only two days off between uh, games three and game four. That'll be on a Friday on the ninth. Then three days off on a Monday, three days off on a Thursday, three days off on a Sunday. They're avoiding Saturdays at all costs. I get it. I kind of get it. But they're avoiding Saturdays at all costs. I think it could help the Heat, the long stretches. Maybe Jimmy gets healthy. <laughs> I do. I just. I. That's I hard. Love Jimmy that's hard to, yeah. It's just. It, last ankles. Night. The ankles are so. And I know from way too much experience on ankles. Obviously, not playing basketball, but they're so nagging. Like just any wrong step, you're back to square one. It just. It really felt like last night the Denver defense said we're going to take this guy out of it and we're going to see how they react and they did not react very well. Mm-hmm. No, they did not. Now we've been talking about DeAndre Williams uh, all week. 
since we learned that he's trying to get a waiver to come back next year for the Tiger basketball team. And also there's been some news on the recruiting trail and everything else. Um, so we're going to have to catch up on that. What does his case look like, DeAndre Williams? Who else could be in the fold for the Tigers heading into next year? We'll talk with Parth Upadhyay from the Daily Memphian when we return on the Gabe Kuncho 92.9 FM ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 